Hey, Krista. Hey, Bri. Welcome back to this week's very special episode of Back Chat. Oh, welcome back. Welcome back. How are you? I, you know what? I could be a little bit warmer. I feel like this cold snap that's hitting the city well, has me shaken I think that the uh, beer that we're drinking will take care of that shortly. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the first episode of Wet February mm-hmm. on Back Chat, which is very exciting. I think people were like... I did not subscribe to this. Yeah, I did not subscribe to a Wild Rose Cleanse, yeah. Tao Te Ching, Mindfulness yeah. Palooza. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> but it's also fun to just come full circle back around. Yes, and it is. And slip into those old comfy shoes that we know so well. Yes, it sure is. And not only is it our first episode into wet fab as I'm, uh, what do you call that? Trademarking it? Yeah. Uh, but also, it is the week of Valentine's Day, which is a corporate like you know cards and candy holiday but uh we still like to celebrate the love part don't we brian all love all the time yes and because of that we have a very special guest on the episode today you may have seen our instagram post uh earlier last week where we announced that we would have a sexologist on the show so we're known for having a lot of different kinds of ologists on the show like yes, we we're are. dreamologists professional yep. dreamologists astrologists astrologists um, um any kind snackologists. of snackologists yep. yeah just back chat ologist yeah any kind of ologist you can think of and so we're and, so excited to have an ologist that's a sexologist on the show oh we sure are we sure are yeah. so uh not only is our guest a sexologist she is also a sisterologist um of mine uh and it is vanessa so our very special guest today is vanessa Hi. welcome to the show vanessa welcome Thanks, guys so vanessa is a sex positive kink enthusiast who has mastered the open relationship or non-monogamous model um and Oof. we'll get to those definitions in a bit and i wrote this not her <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. and she's here to have help us all uh have better dating experiences better relationships and better sex to the joys of effective communication so she's gonna help okay. us uh answer all of our burning questions today i know i have a lot of burning questions how about you i hopefully. have so many all, all burning questions not, none of them <laughs> about actually, actually burning yeah yes. no okay. but the question <laughs> the only thing burning is the questions let's just put it that way yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're safe <laughs> i also want to say that i was invited to be on the show to talk about being you know polyamorous and then all of a sudden <laughs> on instagram i see sexologists so <laughs> it was a little bit of a surprise well that is true uh back chat fashion we love to we've actually given out degrees on this show we have and we ologize anything yeah. and everything so and we will continue to do so so in essence um you're welcome no one is safe <laughs> <laughs> um should we dive right into fake sponsors i think we should great i think we should so it's been cold it's been very dreary it's vancouver it's the winter time it happens yes. but i wanted to share with you it's, I don't want to say a life-changing discovery because you hear about people talk about it all the time, but it actually has been a massively impactful thing on my mood, oh. which is vitamin D supplement. Okay. Vitamin D drops in particular. Yes, wow. yes, yes. Yeah, and I had the bottle around here somewhere, but... Oh, um Okay, perfect. What's the brand on there, Krista? <laughs> it is Canprev. Okay, so Canprev vitamin D drops have been amazing so you have to let it build up in your system for a few weeks before you actually start noticing it which is why i think in the past i would take it for a few days and forget about it yeah, right right and then yeah, yeah and that then i chatted with a naturopath and also um we don't take enough if you're deficient you mean a natural pathologist a natural pathologist <laughs> yes right. yeah actually you know what i think a pathologist is a completely different ball game though so if it's a natural pathologist We'll have, to let, we'll have to let someone get back to us on yeah. that. And they will. <laughs> and they will. That's yeah. another thing I'm loving about the show lately. Whenever we ask a question, it's answered now. Sometimes I don't even remember what we've asked and I'll just get 
a message that just has the answer and i'm yeah. like i know this is, has to do with back job but i can't remember it, isn't that I'm nice though sign, like it's like we have this arsenal stuff. of like wikipedia information at our fingertips from That's people right. who listen i love it from fa- yeah fake fake information usually yeah. most of the time well <laughs> if i'm gonna give you real information <laughs> yes, though give us I was, real i'm just so info. thankful to have discovered this because now that i've been taking it consistently for three weeks um i feel like I do in the summertime in terms mm. of, you know, when the weather's warm, it's been a sunny day, you just have that energetic glow about you. Yeah. Vitamin D drops do that. They make you feel mm. like you've lived a summer day in the wintertime, which is insane. It's it's like a vacation day. Right, right, In terms right. of mood. Or um, if you're like me and have uh, bipolar, then maybe it's like a manic episode. I always get mania in the summer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Feels amazing. <laughs> <laughs> maybe stay away from those D drops then. The trick is Well, though, maybe it will help to balance it. Who knows? You have to take a lot. So vitamin D right. is not toxic unless you're drinking like a whole bottle a day or taking it for an extremely long amount of time. So the bottle generally recommends like one drop, which is a thousand units. You need to start out. My naturopath will me to start taking 50,000 units, which is 50 drops oh, wow. okay. for a few days to yeah. get the levels up and then to go and make your normal go-to amount, um, like a minimum 10,000 units a day, which would wow. be 10 of the drops. So the and bottle they, only and tells you one. only one. Okay. Yeah. So if you take at least 10,000, um, you too can experience the summertime mood swing. Euphoria. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's been great though. So two thumbs up for it. And I just want it to be sponsored by vitamin D. Great. And since it's a sexologist episode, I could also be just sponsored by the D. Perfect. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, vitamin they, D yeah. or vitamin D could be both. Could yeah. be both. And where did you get that from? Um, I bought it on Amazon. Oh, Amazon! Oh. I know, I know, I know. We, I know, we were going to try not to suck Amazon's dick this year. Yeah, they just make it too easy, though. They like do. it's like they wave mm-hmm. the dick in your face yeah. and you just have to, yeah. Well, I actually accidentally sucked Amazon's dick uh, the other day. An accidental <laughs> Amazon dick sucker. It was, yeah, Is it that was. the episode I title? I felt honestly a little bit violated. <laughs> it could be, could be. Uh, note to Krista, you know, uh, happy title in the making. And uh, so, you know, Audible. Yes. We were always like, oh, one day we'll be like sponsored by Audible for real. So Audible is my fake sponsor. Um, I just got a book, uh, an audio book uh, okay. called The Ethical Slut by Dossie Easton and Janet Hardy. Okay. Um, which is surprisingly enough, or is it, uh, a- about polyamory and open relationships and non-monogamy. Perfect. Um, and I wanted to listen to it just because, you know, have a little break from music yeah. on my way to work. Uh, but I didn't realize that Audible is an Amazon company. Oh. Did you guys know that? No. No. Yeah, I didn't know that either. So wow. I, I got it and then I like downloaded the app and, uh, there it was, Audible by Amazon, which makes sense because as we know from a previous episode of Back Chat, Amazon was a book, originally right. started as a book yeah, thing, right? Did, yeah, they did, yeah. That's true. But it was called Amazon. Yes, but I didn't know that. Oh, okay. You told me that on the yes, show. Yes, yeah. But anyway, so- You still have like the OG Amazon storefronts you can go to in the oh. States as well. Yeah, it's kind of oh, crazy. Okay. OG, mm-hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I haven't even started it yet because- uh, because you were too, too scarred by the fact that you sucked <laughs> Amazon's dick without knowing I was it. like, maybe I should just return it, cancel the whole membership. Mm. And then it will be as if I had never even licked the tip. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but that's my fake sponsor today. Well, yes. speaking of tip licking. Yes. Vanessa. Yes. What is your fake sponsor? <laughs> I wish you could see her look right now that I'm getting. The side eye is real. Side eye is exceptional. Um, my fake sponsor today is coconut oil. Okay. Coconut oil. Coconut oil. So Great. many uses. Love you it. You'd be surprised. Tell us. Put a big tablespoon in your smoothie in the morning. Mm-hmm. Your full till lunch. Yeah. 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 Um, you can put it in your hair for a hair treatment. Be careful because it's hard to get out. Okay. True. True. Um, yeah. And I mean, 
lube. It's great lube. It's great lube. It's it great is lube. great lube. Does the smell of coconut, like, is that distracting at all, though? Because coconut oil has a distinctive smell to it, you know? <laughs> have you never used coconut oil as a lube? I have not. What? Really? Yeah, I haven't. Really? I actually find it's one of the best. It's lube. absolutely really? the best. 100%. Do you have a brand okay. that you would suggest? Or, like, that you use, you regularly buy? Ooh, or do you just buy whatever? I so. I don't remember what the brand that I have is. Sorry. Personally, my favorite brand is the Nativa Unrefined. Oh, that's what I have. Yeah, yeah. that's the good one. Yeah. Not the refined one, the unrefined mm-hmm. one. It does have a little bit of a coconut um, taste and smell. Well, it's okay, coconut yeah. It's coconut oil. <laughs> but, well, but the refined coconut oil doesn't have a smell oh, or a taste. Yeah. Oh, interesting. But you don't yeah. want that. No. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. It's just, not as good for you. It's just not as good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is the best lube and it like makes everything just like taste good. And it's like, it's real nice. And then every now and again, you get a whiff of it and you get horny. Yeah, that's what I was wondering, like the Pavlovian response to smelling coconut oil after yeah. you've associated it with sex. Exactly. You just yeah. smell coconut oil and all of a sudden you're like, woohoo, wow. There's something else. That's great. Well, that that's, great. that's a damn good fake sponsor. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, and you I learn something it. new every day. So if you're like me and you're listening to this, go buy some coconut oil because you yeah. can use that. Or to, just run over to your kitchen cupboard. Yeah. Open it up. And Put it in a separate bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or a separate, yeah, get and a jar. lube up and off to the races. Sanitize. <laughs> Don't mix up your coconut oils. I will admit that um, we have a jar that's by the bed, and I one time ran out of oil, and I wanted to make popcorn, and I did use that jar to make popcorn. Oh, you use your lube oil. See, I guess that's something you need to think about. Yeah, it's just your fingers that go inside. It's not like you dip anything into the actual jar. Well, speak for yourself. (laughs) You're dipping your fingers, so. Whatever it was getting high heat, it was getting some high heat action. Yeah, um, <laughs> on the stove. Uh, speaking of high heat action, mm-hmm. now one thing that Vanessa, I think a few years ago for both of us, yes, um, introduced us to was this test. Yes, mm-hmm. this test is fantastic. So once again, if you're like me and you didn't know a lot about kinks or you don't know a lot about kinks, because I bet you quite a few people listening really yeah. don't. It's kind of um. There's a taboo around it and people don't talk about it a lot. Mm-hmm. And so one of the goals of Backshed is to make this stuff accessible. Yes. And it was really fun to go on to um, bdsmtest.org. Yes. And it takes and you through this. And we know how we love .orgs. We love .orgs. Yeah. Mindful.org, <laughs> thinkhappy.org, maybe a futurebackchat.org. Yes. But bdsmtest.org um, walks you through a bunch of scenario-specific questions to help you determine what your top kinks are. Mm-hmm. And it's so fun to A, learn about what the different kind of kinks actually are. And I'll let you guys get into that a bit more but then be like learn that about yourself yeah absolutely and like maybe give you maybe you're feeling like oh like i don't know what to do my sex life is uh stale stagnated <laughs> stagnating stagnated oh like pond terrible. water right like pond water yes um and i find it very fun doing it with uh with people oh yeah that would oh, be yeah. a good idea yeah that is cute fun. yeah that would be cute although maybe honestly knowing what some of those questions are i feel like might be a little bit intimidating. A little revealing, yeah. A little revealing, yeah. Revealing. Um, I did it with so Vanessa definitely. sitting beside me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was like, are you sure? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was totally judge Judy, that. too. You're just like, I don't, I don't know. think you're uh, hard. <laughs> it's hard. And you're, because, okay, so Brian has his test results it memorized in his mind. Oh. Yeah. They're learning my, because it was such a new, interesting thing to me. And you don't forget, like, things that you're learning for the first time. It was True. really cool. Although mine were a little embarrassing. Almost Like, my top result is, like, it's just funny. <laughs> Nothing's embarrassing. But um, once again, we'll put it in the show notes. But if you haven't done the test, you guys, seriously, I cannot recommend it enough. Go to yeah. bdsmtest.org. Yes. 
and go do it and let us know what your top three results were because it's it's a lot of fun if you want to Um, and i will say there are some fishing questions in there because they want you to like donate to their website or whatever so just you know don't don't pay those any attention yeah i think there was one i think would you ever support a group in that, the BDSM community. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, and those then you'll are, know. Like you'll a know. A few of those questions. Okay. Yeah, so just ignore it. Yeah, slap some coconut oil on those questions and slide right over them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Just lube it on up. Yeah. Get through it. Just by <laughs> like through. It does take a while. Like you want to get a good it does. hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, well, there's like a long. There's like a long form or a short form. It will ask you at the beginning if you want to do the long test or the short test. I'd and say do, do the, the long, long test. Yeah. It's it's hard. I had actually kind of a hard time because I felt like. So yesterday, I did it like yesterday in preparation for today because I thought it would just be so funny to share. Yeah. But because I couldn't remember what my test results were and I I guess I didn't email them to myself or whatever. But I found myself actually um, kind of like, what's the word? Just our sun stuff? Hashtag? Yes. Um, like judging Like yourself? critiquing myself. Yeah. yeah. Like, so I was like trying to be as honest as I could about my answers but then I'd be like, well, what is that going to give me? What kink is that going to give me? Or like, oh, you were, yeah, you were like, yeah, especially because I knew I was going to yeah. share them. Mm. Right. Right. Like, right. so maybe I wouldn't have been, but then I was also like, when I did see the results, I was like, oh no, I know that that one's way more up there or whatever. <laughs> so it was quite funny. Um, do you want to share yours? Um, or do you want you know me to what? share mine? Maybe, maybe we'll jump into mine first. That way it probably okay. won't contrast as bad because <laughs> I laugh so hard. So I took all the time. I took almost an hour to do this BDSM <laughs> test.org quiz. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so my top three in order, this is the one that we did. Okay, yeah. yeah. And we spent a long time doing we it. Sure did. Um, so my top three kinks in order. Number one vanilla <laughs> oh my god so can i just ask you guys now that you're both oh my here god, now that so i have a sexologist right in front mm-hmm. of me yeah what yeah. Is, does vanilla mean what i think it means in its entirety what do you think it means i just think it just means like straight up like just nothing too spicy or yeah. extra crazy it's just vanilla, vanilla yeah. so that was like my majority <laughs> my second one was brat okay so then that was almost tied with vanilla so i'm a brat as well mm-hmm. Which, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I know. I'm like a brat in life. So apparently I'm a brat in bed too. Mm-hmm. Now, can we define brat? We sure I can. I would say, yeah. So it's kind of like a s- switchy sub. Okay. So you're submissive, but you also like to like, meh, like fight for it yeah, or something. Get it. Yeah. Okay. Get a rise out of somewhere. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. A little antagonistic. Yeah. You yes. know? Antagonistic yeah. sub. Yeah. Okay. So I have a, I actually have a definition list of all of these things. Ooh, and okay. I think it would be fun for us to talk about it too, because some of the definitions I wasn't actually like a hundred percent agreeing with. Okay. But, um, so a brat, so this is here, here, this is coming from BDSMtest.org. Brats are, in essence, naughty submissives. Mm-hmm. Okay. They find disobedience a form of playfulness rather than letting their dominant down and require a compatible dominant who will not only teach them a lesson but also accept that any number of lessons might still not necessarily change this behavior oh. so like i would say because like submissive is more like like they want to just do whatever the fuck you want and they'll be like yeah, yeah, yeah. and brad's like <laughs> i'm not doing that you gotta make me or whatever ah, right okay yeah, yeah. so yeah. And, and then vanilla yeah was defined as vanilla people enjoy regular standard sex and relationship models ah. so it's not just the sex it's also the relationship it's the structure model. of that which makes sense actually mm-hmm. yeah. yeah but also what was high up on yours was non-monogamous um yeah and well voyeur was, well, that yeah. was a talk, but... Yeah, so there's kind of a, con- a contrast there. So it's like a leap balance. And mm. I think... And maybe that's something that, like... Because I'll, I'll share mine as well, but with non-monogamy, it doesn't necessarily mean, like, that you don't like vanilla vanilla sex or vanilla relationship models, right? Because you could it could just mean that you are able to have vanilla with many partners or maybe yeah, more totally. than one person. I like to think of it as, like, it contrasts each other, which yeah. is nice. So it takes, like, a mm-hmm. somewhat 
boring result and it makes it exciting with like yeah. a little sense of unpredictability at the bottom of it. Yeah. Spicy. Uh, and they do say there's nothing wrong with vanilla as long as you're enjoying it. <laughs> and there you go. Yeah, there is no and shame here, you guys. Like, there, come back this six is, months and try it again. Uh, this yeah. is a shame-free kink zone. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. So what, what were yours, Krista? <laughs> okay, so I was kind of surprised a little bit by a couple of them. <laughs> okay. Okay, so my number one thing, which was 96% uh-huh. switch. Oh, damn. Now, what is switch? Can I can I read it out? Yeah, yeah you sure okay. can. Here, let me let me pass you this. Um, you know how I am with a list. Yeah, I mean, everyone loves a list. I mean, yeah. Gosh. I just don't want you to read my In the Stars because that's a secret. Oh, yeah, no, Ooh. I can't wait. By the way, well, you if you guys, if you're, if you're hanging out waiting for It's In the Stars, it's going to be amazing today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's going to be a fight. If you thought it was going to be dreams, you're wrong. Yeah. So as for switches, <laughs> definition. Uh, switches like to, well, switch. <laughs> always taking a dominant or top position is not for them but neither is always taking a submissive or bottom position. Some prefer to switch with the same partner or partners. Others have a dominant play partner and a submissive play partner, but in either case, they do not fit on one end of the point, or they do not fit on one end point of the spectrum. Yeah. So I felt like that was pretty accurate. I think so too. And that Um, was 96% for you. 96%. Wow. Now my second one, and this Mm -hmm. this is funny is rigor rigor oh, shit mm-hmm. she oh. want to tie some people up yeah is that what that okay <laughs> that's what yeah. that yeah. is <laughs> okay mm-hmm. awesome that's what that is um let me see do we have the actual um definition is it on that one i think it, it might is be. maybe the last part of it um, um no it's not it. so uh, riggers like to tie up and restrain their partners using rope and or other attributes example chains cuffs spreader bars whether for sexual enhancement for art or just for fun they enjoy having their partners completely at their mercy wow so i actually um have a friend who recently went to a rigger rope bunny meetup yes in vancouver oh which was quite interesting yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, I wasn't there, so I'm just retelling the story. But it was kind of like in a community, not community space, but like a, you know. Like a venue kinda, of some kind. Yeah, some okay. kind of space, some kind of venue. And he just like went in and like, yeah, people were just like watching while people were like tying each other up. And like, yeah, some of the people who were getting tied up were like getting really, really horny about it. And yeah, wow. yeah. people were just like sitting, like chatting, yeah. like having a beer and yeah. watching people tie people up. And yeah. Have you guys wow. ever been to there was no sex Sin or City? Anything, but have you ever been to Sin City? No, what is no? this? So I it's went to Sin City. Yeah, it's a kink party. And I went to it like uh, quite a few years ago. I was like 21, I think. I so when you- I was quite young and I was like pretty like, well, because also oh I wasn't really in like the Vancouver like going out scene or anything like that either. So I was like pretty shocked. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was like so crazy. Like there was people being tied up. There was like, there was also like kind of a an area where people could sit and just watch like people get like whipped voyeur spanked yeah voyeur ah, okay okay um <laughs> and then there either. was like and there was just, you know it's just like there was all kinds of things going on it was yeah. very fun mm-hmm. a little bit overwhelming because everyone was also well not everyone but like there was some people walking around on all fours on leashes okay mm-hmm. and you're like bar, oh, hi and i was <laughs> like it's dirty down there and they're like you can't talk to them you know what i mean like <laughs> oh wow yeah like yes. it was pretty intense there was even someone getting pierced and hung like hung oh, up by their like they nipples they were already pierced no no no. they were getting pierced in in no i'm dead serious yeah are you sure yes and they had us like they had a thing you had to questionable sign up for no no no. i'm for real um <laughs> i might have to sign with the sexologist on this one <laughs> yeah well they had a blocked off area like it was all very professional it wasn't like they Ew. were just getting pierced in the middle of the dance floor or something but like <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, they, they had someone getting actually pierced on their back wow oh, yeah. yeah 
Um, but I don't like that part. No, so that freaks me out. I just don't like getting pierced. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I kind of like it, but um, I mean, not not everywhere. Not, not on you my like back. It, but you don't you don't top three like it. <laughs> I don't top three like it. Okay, so we, so games. we've gone through. What was your number one again? So my number one was switch. The second yeah. one was rigor. rigor. And what's and number then, three? And also just to tie in, so rigor goes along with rope bunny. So a rope okay. bunny is someone who enjoys being tied up, yeah. like Vanessa was saying. Okay, and so that's a rope bunny. A rope mm-hmm. bunny. Okay. So I was a seventy five percent rigor for that one okay and then the next one is voyeur oh oh okay. a couple of voyeurs in that yeah, house couple so, of the just air voyeurs. sign things yeah so it looks like both of the air signs in the room um enjoy we voying. like to watch yeah voyeurism like watch. yeah we Makes like sense. to watch um and since that one was at 67 percent, and then my next one was tied in i thought this was kind of cute it was also vanilla oh <gasps> so we're both a couple of vanilla voyeurs yeah that was because, my zero percent because i <laughs> And that's why you're the sexologist on the show. Yes. Um, but the uh, I thought that was kind of cute because I, I do really like, like, I, I definitely enjoy, like, the kind of, like, dating cutesy part of things. I think that's more, mm. like, the romantic side of me. Okay. I, de- I definitely have the romantic side yeah. of, like, relationships. Like, I don't like... Um, Getting whipped isn't romantic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it depends on who you ask. I guess, it, yeah, it depends. But I think, like, I... I enjoy the romantic aspects of dating and like, t- you know, text to somebody or whatever. Like, I like that part of things. Yeah. So for me, like the thought of having. That's let's, like separate from kink though. But it's, it says it's a kink. Okay. Vanilla. So it was a kink, it, right? Defined. Relationship models. Defined. So what was the definition of vanilla though? That was the definition of vanilla was, um, do you have it? You have that one. It's on the bottom there. Regular um, yeah, vanilla. standard sex and relationship models. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Nothing wrong but with I that mean, as long as you you're know, having like fun. Like dating and stuff like that doesn't mean like your vanilla no i don't think that but i just mean to say like uh, for instance like i don't what i was gonna say is like i don't really like hooking up oh yeah if that makes sense like i don't really like yeah so i mean who knows maybe that's something totally different but like i like to establish a relationship with someone before i have sex with them okay Mm -hmm. yeah but like some people love like the anonymity the the anonymity aspect i don't yeah i don't feel like that's a kink though i feel like that's just uh, a preference or uh Thing that you like to do okay. true because i you know apparently i'm super kinky but i don't like cooking up either yeah like one night stands no okay yeah i think so maybe it's like yeah there's a little bit more depth to that than just yeah. the, our kink definitions could be what do you think bry um what are you about i definitely agree with both of you mm-hmm. on the fact <laughs> that like it, it's always better <laughs> libra's gift called out yeah but it's, it. it's very true like I, I i'm the same way i i don't like a hookup it's there's, yeah there's more substance to whatever you're going to do intimately with somebody if you've got a foundation that you've built that on. Yeah. And I'm afraid of diseases. Yeah. Yeah, that's there, a good one. Well, yeah, there's like, there's the health risk about it. There's just like the emotional hotness to it too. If you know somebody better, yeah. like emotional the sex hotness. is just better, you know? Ooh. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the episode Ooh. title. Mm. Emotional hotness. It's about the emotional hotness. Yeah. That's a good um, Instagram photo description. It is. It is. And I won't Next let you caption. down. <laughs> so, Next yeah, caption. So, emotional hotness. hotness. Thoughts. Yeah, I want to oh, yeah. hear your, we can't wait. your top three three. for a sexologist too yeah like no pressure yeah no pressure but all the pressure all the the pressure in the right places yeah so my top three are a brat rope bunny non-monogamist oh okay okay. interesting so you just like to be sassy to multiple people while they're tying you up yes but actually (laughs) (laughs) i actually can't really do tie up shit because Mm. of my i have a nerve condition 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. Which means that I cannot have a lot of pressure on my extremities, like your arms and legs. Or okay. Right. Feeling, right. And then it'll feel like my hand is asleep for however long it takes to grow back. Wow. The, yeah, the insulation around your nerves. So, so is it, what do you do then? Like, do you just like tie I, it up loosely? Sometimes and just, I like, use restraints, but they are like velcro with velvet inside like okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, they've got to be very comfortable very bratty, bratty of you <laughs> yeah what a, what a little you can tie me up though. but you better use the velvet one yeah, no, you can't tie me you can't actually tie me up yeah <laughs> just I love me it. kind of live my rope bunny fantasy yeah yeah Oh, okay. interesting. Okay, yeah. okay. I mean, well, what a terrible condition, though. Like a, a rope bunny with a nerve condition that I know. can't I'll be tied up. Know. No, I'll, I'll never know. You'll always never wonder. <laughs> yeah, in your dreams, and we'll get to that. <laughs> not um, today, though. Maybe not. <laughs> so I was thinking, should we go through a few of these like definitions of 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 um, other kinks? Yeah, because it's going to come in handy a little later. I think so. Um, so maybe I can do it in the context of um, my. Next one, which was exhibitionist. Okay. I think we all know what an exhibitionist I is, think right? We all know. Yeah, okay. I think that's self So I'm just going to run down and we'll see like which ones we think need explaining. Okay. Okay. Um, non monogamous. Now we, we're going to get to that. We'll anyways. get to that later. Yeah. Um, this, the next one, primal. Um, Ooh, let's define the, primal. Yeah, I know. I know, okay. I know all about that one. <laughs> yeah. So now I actually, before like uh, many a year ago, Ooh. Um, so uh, what comes along with primal, so there's primal hunter and primal prey yeah so um the primal hunter they're mainly focused on their natural instincts and they enjoy letting their inner animal out during sex the key part for primal's play yeah is that the participants show their raw no let's not kink shame here (laughs) i was kidding (laughs) show their raw emotional sexual feelings during prey Mm -hmm. or play sorry all of the labels roles and protocols go out the window and the prey can become a snarling growling clawing animal hell-bent on getting away from its predator wow they like to bite yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, they do. Uh, <laughs> the next one, so the prey is like enjoy, like they want to, I guess, be caught by be the caught? primal person. Mm-hmm. They want to get eaten Getting by away a wolf. from its predator. Okay, eaten by the wolf. I like eaten that. That's a wolf. good definition. Yeah. yeah. Um, Some now, people call themselves like wolves. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I actually briefly dated someone who called himself a wolf. Oh my! God. And I had no idea like what this was. And one day they just kind of like came out with like. <laughs> yeah like actually a mask oh, oh what? yeah in a leather shit. like a latex outfit oh what? wow yeah what do you a, mean latex outfit like a latex what was it? Like, like a, a latex thong? pants Pant? a latex full pants but like their dick could come out of it in the latex oh like the like That's there like was a dick american horror story season one yeah, yeah what do you call that what do you what is that like a a dick holster a dick holster <laughs> yeah um so anyways i immediately was like and i just couldn't because that just not wasn't my thing so i was like and then anyways whatever surprise too they didn't tell you Mm -hmm. yeah i was not he was like all right i was literally pouring you right back yeah and he's like 20 minutes later and he's like this thing's really hard to get on well yeah you need a lot of baby powder to get latex on yeah and then probably like you know what? Actually, I'm not going to tell the, the next floor part. and wiggling around oh, yeah. and trying to yank them up. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. You put a lot of work into that, yeah. and then you we're just, just like, you know what? Yeah. I don't feel like being a scared hamster today. <laughs> yeah. So bye. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you know, um, I will say this: there is a very uh, unique smell that comes along with something that's been sitting in sweaty latex. Ew, oh. sweaty latex. Ew. Yeah. Well, wear oh it. Oh, God. Yeah. Huh. So anyways, oh, moving okay. right along. Well, moving along, what's um, what's next on your list, Krista? Degrader. Degrader. Ooh. Let's now, read that. Now, I think that. we know what that is, Yeah, right? I think so. I'm not but... really into that one. 
So, no. But, but, you know, some people are. That's, I, and some people are. Yeah, that's right. Degrading. Degrader. So a degrader. You're um, just like, you fucking whore. Shut the fuck exactly. up. Exactly. Oh. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. You never did anything good in your life. Just get on your knees. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, wow. It's that's literally, literally like that. they like to degrade and humiliate Not their me. partner, their play partner, either by acting upon them in a degrading way or by forcing them to do things that they consider degrading. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that could be like peeing licking on the them, toilet. licking the toilet, licking the bottom of their shoe. Cleaning. Yeah. Who knows? Wow. It could be God, anything. Who knows? Yeah. Now Use a degree D. Yeah. It's it's going. Yeah. A degree D they like, like that. They shit. like that. They like being degraded by the degrader. Exactly. Okay. So um the next one, experimentalist. I think we all know what that yes. is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah, we can So they want to do everything. They mm-hmm. want to try it all. They want to try everything. They'll try it all. They, a, hate, a hedonist they, wants they to won't, do everything. Yeah. An experimentalist wants to try everything once. There you go. Yeah, exactly. So and then the next one, dominant. We know what that is, right? Yeah. Yes. I think we all know what a dominant is. Yeah. Um, and then a sad- or a submissive. Okay. We know what they are. So Opposite of dominant. Exactly. Dominance, they like to tell you what to do and submissives will like do it. Like to do it. Exactly. Now, can we can we just take a brief second? Yeah. Um, I keep looking over. I've written down BDSMtest.org yeah. where people can do this test. What does BDSM stand for? Bondage, dominant. Dominant, sadist, sadist, masochist. masochist. Yeah. Okay. All right. So all like, so that's like the umbrella oh, yeah. okay, terminology so sorry, for all of these sub kings. Yes. So here's, okay. they actually have a beautiful little definition right here. Oh. So BD is bondage and discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, DS. So it's like BDSM, but it's like B, they, BD, DS, Yeah, SM. DS is dominance and submission. Okay. And SM is. And then SM is sadist, sadist, sadism and masochism. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So it's actually, if you really wanted to put that together, B, D, D, S, S, M. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's that's actually cool. It's good to know. Yeah. And so Wait, all of those, all of those, those are like the four broad terms that yeah. would be subcategorized by what we're reading out now. Exactly. They're okay. the parent company of kink. Yeah. Hey, hey I like that. <laughs> BDSM, the parent company of kink. Exactly. Now, Corporate. a sadist, um, they they like to inflict pain, degradation, and fear. It's basically like another kind of dominant. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, like but it's a like kind of like a more kind. Int- yeah, a sicker kind. I mean, not so shame you or anything. Mm. But I think they would honestly, a sadist would probably enjoy they would that like, definition. They'd be like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. And then um, masochism is just when you like that. A sicker okay. submissive. Yeah, a sicker submissive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. I love that. It's true. Yeah. Um, so when somebody says that they're masochistic, that's just mean they're behaving in a way of enjoying degradation yeah. or bad treatment, quote unquote. Yeah. 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 Okay. Exactly. Like in the test results, those aren't on it, but I would say degrady and degrader are those. Okay. Sadist and masochist, yeah. they are on there. I was 51% really? sadist. Really? Okay. Yeah. Maybe I they just went on there for you. There. Oh. <laughs> Maybe they just were on there I am. <laughs> Actually, although, you know what? Masochist is not on here. Oh, no. Yes, it is. Okay. Never oh. mind. I found it. Let's um, delete this part. <laughs> <laughs> we're definitely keeping it in now. Um, now, Master Mitch, Mistress. Do you guys know what that is? No. It's, Do you know Maness? Yeah. It's, uh, again, another kind of dominant. Yes. Exactly. So maybe it's your master. You call them master. Your okay. dominant. You call them ma- or a mistress. You call them mistress. Okay. Yeah, so it, in the hierarchy, they would be the top of yeah. the, for a submissive. Yeah. It's okay. Like dom, mis- master, mistress, degrader. They're all sta- synonymous. Uh, sadist. Those are all kind of in the same realm. Okay. Yeah. Daddy, mommy, right. daddy, mommy. Yeah. Daddy, age players. Age players. Thing. Yeah. Age player is actually next on my list. So, so what age is player. Vanessa, do you want to? Describe what an age player um, is. Age player are people who want to like do mommy daddy kinks. Call people their mommy. They, call people their daddy. Is this baby where we girl, get into the baby weird boy. Like, and I shouldn't say weird. But is this when we get into the like it's the a diaper diverse stuff? adult babies? Um, that's not necessarily an age player, yeah. but it's like up 
it's, it's like a, a subgroup of it's okay. like down in the reddit you go and there's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. if you go in the age player reddit it's down there yeah okay i mean i don't even go on reddit but so yeah, <laughs> i'm guessing i actually <laughs> was on pornhub one time and like i was finished what i wanted to do mm-hmm. just browsing but just browsing and <laughs> hold on hold on hold, whoa 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 you stayed browsing on pornhub after, after? you were done yeah you didn't is... you didn't close every browser window and cry with shame <laughs> look you just fall asleep the, so- the sociologist in me wanted to know more okay. um and I actually found one of those like a baby adult baby mm-hmm. like porns yeah. and like I like watched just like little clips of a few and I was like oh my god this is so weird like <laughs> yeah. honestly like if you are not gonna feel terrible after watching it go check it out because it's so you weird might be a diaper person maybe you're a diaper person Which... and no no shame to diaper people <laughs> we're not shaming you anyone you might also want to go to a therapist though <laughs> yeah I mean who knows just but, saying. but also like no shame whatever no shame but just something to consider I mean. God, we all need to go to a therapist. We all need That's a therapist. True. Let's true. be real. Um, now, we've already uh, kind of established what daddy mommy is, right? Yeah. So we know what that is. Uh, everyone knows what a sugar daddy, sugar mommy is, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Not that that's necessarily part of the kink. Um, no. Next is brat tamer. Brat tamer. Yeah, so it's you like probably a dog that, that loves brats. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So just keep your brats under control. The brat's like, I'm going to be sassy and tell you yeah. not to do that or yeah. do it harder. And yeah. I'm the dom, like, getting you in order. Yeah, I'm exactly. A, I'm going to discipline the brat. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um, I was actually 40% brat tamer. Ah. I was like, oh, Once you get out, down after 50%, though, I mean. Yeah, but also, like, let's remember that part of these results were also self-critiqued. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there so was who knows what the real taking yeah. this test. Man. Yeah, exactly. There was the there was the one of me answering, and then there was the one of me going back on the browser window to change the answer, um, <laughs> delete the diaper videos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I definitely did that incognito. Um, next one, rope bunny, which, which we've already covered. Um, masochist, we've covered that, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, so now another one. This is a this is one that I do not understand. I was zero percent on both of these. Do tell. Um, pet and owner. Mm, oh, yeah. okay. It's now, another- is this one we go back to when you were at that um, Sin City event and the people mm-hmm. were walking yeah. the yes, people exactly. on all fours? Yeah. Okay. So it's a type of dom-sub relationship where, yeah. you know, they want to treat you like a pet and some people want to be a little kitty cat and they drink out of their little kitty cat dish. Yeah. Okay. And they want to get pets, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Now, okay. Get pets. And they <laughs> wear, you know, you ever wondered have- what those butt plugs are for with the tails? With the tail, yeah. It's for Aww. pets. <laughs> so I'm like, Aww. <laughs> Um, my, next question, my next question, though, is this circumstantial or do they just live their lives like that behind closed doors? There's a, obviously a, okay, not obviously, there's a scale. Okay. Yeah. Some people probably do live their lives like that. Yeah, it's a Some people pet. just do it on the yeah. weekend. That was wow. actually, so that was one of the questions on the kink test. It was like, if you could, like, leave everything behind and live 100% in this role, would you want to? Okay. Would you do it? It's so funny you say that. That was my next question about this, this whole universe that you enter into. Mm-hmm. So is BDSM essentially a form, would you call it a form of escapism? For sure. Uh, yeah. Because you're pretending so. it's something that's, you know, you're you're Actually, enacting know. something you, I guess possibly so. fictitious. In a way. In a way. And you're entering in a, a different way. realm or yeah. universe. Like people often use books or movies or video games mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, true. I think so. It's okay. like uh, an escape. It's a release. It's uh, whatever you want it to be. Yeah. Interesting. It's a fulfillment and for some I, people. It's literally their whole whole life. Well, and so same with video games for some people yeah, too though sure. you know yeah. or imagine books. being like that all the time like i mean i guess it's weird to, i guess it's not not correct technically to say imagine being that horny all the time which is what i was gonna say but also like there are some people who 
like fully live their life in like the slave role, which I don't know if we've gotten to slave no, yet. No, we haven't. Um, again, another form of yeah. dom sub relationship. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Wait, like, okay. I think I actually have the official definition here. Yeah, so please, this is this please is what a slave is. It's pretty crazy. So slaves completely hand over the control and responsibilities mm-hmm. of their life mm-hmm. to their master like or mistress. Like we saw in uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. No, that's no, not, that's no. not even uh, slave. No. They okay. go a step. I mean, further. I've never seen it because no, but yeah, that's not. She signs a contract. No, it's not though. It's oh, not. oh okay. my god, it's she does. Ah, don't make me throw up. Yeah. <laughs> They go a step further than submissives in the sense that their power exchange is present 24-7 and in all aspects of their life. Oh, yeah. That is 50 shades of grey. He no, controlled no, no, what she ate, yeah, where she went, Oh, maybe, maybe. Yeah, no, it yeah, was. That maybe. was totally it. Yeah. Except but for negotiated exceptions. She also had a job. Oh, no, no, no. It says Up here, except for negotiated oh. exceptions, such as during their office jobs. Yeah, he okay. controlled Serving their master like or mistress is their primary focus in life, and they rarely have limits. Mm. One thing I do want to say about that terrible movie is that yeah. the kink community was quite upset about it because mm-hmm. it represented kink in a way that is not how it should be yeah okay there should be a lot more communication it sounded like in the movie it was kind of just like him telling her what, what to was do and, happen, she was like, oh my God. and they didn't actually talk about what the relationship was going to be okay and agree about it and communicate what she wanted and what he wanted and then go for it it was right. kind of like oh i don't know what's going on oh he's just oh okay sure oh okay sure right Whereas, so it's like, and then a lo- there's a lot of backlash about kink and like yeah. it wasn't a very representative good representative of what kink should right because like. it's a two-way street yeah. and the, the thing yes. well the only thing that separates kink from a completely dysfunctional life abusive situation relationship. yeah exactly yes. yeah exactly what, what every- he was talking about in the movie is more like an abusive coercive relationship yeah. whereas yeah. kink should be like hey i want this i want this what do you want it to be like this blah 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 blah. what's your expectation it- this blah, blah 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 okay cool hey we're doing it now is it working for you are you okay with this yeah i'm okay with this but i'd like to change this oh i this is actually not working for me it yeah. should be yeah. an ongoing right, right. dialogue about exactly. what you want and what you're okay with. Because the communication and consent, yeah, it, yes. it is the Ongo- fine line. Consent that, is ongoing. That what separates that from just an abusive relationship. Yeah, no, it's so true. Um, yeah. And I think like... I mean, okay, I don't want to say kink is like an abusive relationship. Like, I also don't want to oh, say... Oh, no, 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 like, no, no, no. but like because there's but communication and consent. was yeah. very yeah, manipulative yeah, exactly. and it was more like an abusive pattern than what actually happens exactly. in the yeah. community. It's almost yeah. like, you know, what do they say? Don't break the fourth dimension or the fourth wall. The fourth wall. wall. Yeah. The fourth wall. So like, it, the fourth wall is your like play... You could consider that like your play area. Okay. So like, you have to like... You have to get out of that to like make sure that you can both have fun in that dimension where you're essentially kind of like able to act out like in a movie. It's like you're acting out a fantasy. Exactly. In those in those kinds of relationships. But it's like you still if you're still wanting to act out the fantasy. Exactly. You're if you're not wanting to act out, yeah, it becomes yeah. consensual. Well, exactly. That's why I really like linking that with a form of escapism like video games in my mind. Right. You, If you don't want to play the video game anymore, mm-hmm. you put the controller down. Yeah, you say, yeah, there you go. over And so kink game. is very similar to that and you choose to put the controller down when you want to. Yes, mm. I like that. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Love it. High five. Oh, High there five we go. from a sexologist. Ow! Ow! And on that note, we're going to jump right into some questions. So we've got, Brian and I have a few questions prepared for you. And so I know for me, most of my questions were focused on kind of non-monogamy and stuff like that. And so I wanted to quickly, before we start. Yeah, let's preface. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, base of our, the basis of our questions. Yeah. Oh, the basis. So first of all, um, I wanted to define 
four of like the kind of common interchangeable words that we use and okay. what the difference is. So the first one is a monogamous. This, these are the definitions that I found. So feel okay. free to jump in whenever. I certainly will. So monogamous. Monogamy is when you are married to or in a sexual relationship with one person at a time. And humans are one of the few species that practice monogamy. Anything to add to that, you guys? Serial monogamy. <laughs> okay. Okay. What is serial monogamy? In the olden days, when people didn't have sex till they got married, mm-hmm. and then they got married, only had sex with one person, and then when the person died, they didn't have sex anymore. Oh God! It's like classic monogamy. Okay. But oh, wow. These days, in modern times, people don't just stick with one partner anymore. So right. you're continually, serially having monogamous relationships. With Whoa. People. Okay. Crazy. Serial monogamy. Yeah. Oh, oh, I've never heard of that. Okay. So that's an interesting one. That so we'll great. get it, we'll get more into like. Mm-hmm. in depth about these later so now non-monogamous i have described as non-monogamy is an umbrella term for every practice or philosophy of intimate relationship that does not strictly hew to the standards of monogamy particular that of having only one person with whom to exchange sex love and affection okay yep sound good okay now polyamorous polyamory is the practice of or desire for intimate relationships with more than one partner with the consent of all partners involved it has been described as consensual ethical and responsible non-monogamy does that sound good Mm -hmm. so now let's not confuse it with polygamy right okay and and i feel like polygamy gets looped into that a lot in mainstream media because it sounds quite similar it's it sounds similar but it's not the same whatsoever that's right does anyone have a definition for that i do if we need one you know what why don't you just read out the definition and we'll well there's actually let's hear it usually in polygamy it's actually polygyny which is men with multiple wives exactly or polygandry with his women with multiple husbands which happens very rarely unless you're a tilda swinton okay what tilda swinton does um, she have multiple husbands, multiple husbands. Oh, okay yes polyandry yeah okay polyam polyam polyandry polyandry okay um also an alien just well yes. she has throwing she has. that out there um and then my last definition here is open relationship okay so an open relationship is a marriage or relationship in which both partners agree that each may have sexual relations with others yes like okay. many different things right it sounds like almost like open-ended monogamy open relationship yeah, kind of. Kind of. It's like you have, like you have your romance. I think I kind of see open relationships as like you have your one partner that you're like in a relationship with, but then you're yeah, allowed you to like a, go and have sex. Yes, you have a yeah. Um, you have emotional monogamy. <laughs> yes. With sexual polyamorousness tendencies. <laughs> tendencies. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Great. Okay. So that was just a brief little thing. I'm sure we'll get. I I feel like this is such a interesting topic because i think that first of all there's a lot of stigma around open relationships mm-hmm. um and there's a lot of fear i think mm-hmm. yeah around open Ooh. relationships um in in kind of the mainstream yeah way although of i do at things. find that it's changing quite a bit yeah there's a lot more people who are doing this and open to this and as someone who has online dating profiles there's a lot more people online right. who are like I'm you know, I'm a, I'm a open to non non monogamy, or I'm non monogamous, or I'm in a relationship, or whatever. Right, there's so, a lot more people like that. Popping and up and probably this helps with a lot of the cheating. Cheating has always been the thing. Oh, in monogamy, yeah. that was like the worst possible thing you could do. Mm-hmm. When really, it's like when it's happening all the time. Yeah, and and you know what? I think what what it really is is the lying that is hard so, in cheating. Yeah, so that's my next question. And so, what's the difference between cheating and polyamorous or non-monogamy can what what is that defining point though well cheating is when people don't know what you're doing 
Okay, so and, there's there's a lack of consent and communication and communication. Yeah. Ah. So as soon as you take out consent and communication, you're cheating. That's cheating. Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. Because awesome. your partner so, would be like, "What the fuck? No." Yeah. yeah. And, and like so, you have to keep it a secret or agreed. yeah. And right. like we just talked about what the difference is between a kink and an actual abusive situation right. in real life a, is a lack a of communication line. and consent. <laughs> yes. yes. Right? So yeah. cheating is no different than taking the kink too far. There's yes. no communication and consent. Right. Okay. Exactly. okay. Okay. Interesting. Exactly. So before we jump into the questions, I just wanted to ask you what has been like, what, just tell us a little bit about um, kind of your own journey with non-monogamy and open relationships and kind of like, you know, what, what brought you to this point? What, what, like, what did you kind of thinking how did this mind. happen how did this happen how did this happen we, we gotta know how did this happen um so i have been in a relationship with someone and actively being poly for about a year and a half okay but i've been thinking about it for quite a while longer right um and you know i even when i was a little kid i always thought like, oh i want to have like three boyfriends three husbands i would like think about things like that which yeah. i didn't like think about until recently i was like oh yeah i guess i've always kind of been poly right right um which is kind of like a, a bit of an orientation in a way like i think there are people out there who are definitely not poly right right but there are people out there that definitely are and the thing is like do you think you can have love for more than one person at a time mm-hmm. and not affect your other relationships kind of? You know? Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So do you think that more people would be poly or open if it weren't for all of kind of like the pressures that we put on monogamy? Because we kind of have like an inundated form of monogamy in our society, which is marriage. Mm-hmm. You are only allowed to be married to one person at a time mm-hmm. legally. Mm-hmm. Yep. So do you think... I think it's definitely a society yeah. thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think so. I think yeah. it is a little bit. But I think, like, you're right that there are some people who are just, like, actually monogamous. Totally. Yeah. Like, they they literally could not think about having feelings for more than one person at a time. Right. Yeah. They, they're like, oh, oh, my God, like, that's good for you, but I could not imagine doing that. And that's I'm like, star that's sign. totally fair, but... Yeah. star sign, guys? So call them out. <laughs> no, call them I out. I think it's anybody could be it. It doesn't matter. On the star sign. Yeah, it starts on the sign. Fine, fine, fine. We won't play that game. So, anyway. well, we've got like Vanessa. Since you're actually living and practicing, um, like polyamory, we yeah. have some questions that we've written out for you today. Great. Uh, that we give some thought to, and I think you just hit the nail on the head with one of the first questions. I would really like to ask you is um. Like when I think of my own monogamous relationship and how much work that actually takes, and it's not like it's work in a bad way, but it's just all consuming. Like it's like takes up a lot of your free time. Do you find being open or polyamorous to be exhausting? Um, No, I don't. But maybe that's just my personality or the way I am. I'm like very socially blah, 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 blah. Okay, socially out there, yeah. I have a lot of social energy. So for me... Um, it's not exhausting. Okay. But I could see that like there's definitely a limit. Like there's definitely a limit to how many people I want to be dating or right, you right. Know, okay. if I'm getting everything I need from two people, then probably I won't be looking for a third person or, okay. right, right. you know, like depending on who you're seeing and what that's like, yeah. um, right. it could change. And so that kind of ties into what we were talking on about before about hooking up. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, you're not necessarily hooking up. You're kind of, are you, yeah. do you think that you more look for like more stable long-term relationships 
outside of your primary um, relationship? And I wouldn't say stable, but like I would say, yeah, like, I mean, <laughs> I don't know about it. Love I wouldn't it. want to put that like pressure on it, but I would say, yeah, I want to see someone and if it clicks, I want to continue seeing them right. until it, okay. doesn't, until it doesn't click. Yeah. yeah. So now I have two questions. But there are some people out there who just want to like go out and hook up people and whatever. Go home to their boo. Yeah. And that's fine too. And that's fine too. Um, so two questions. First of all, how does your partner feel about this? Um, he's fine with it. And you guys, I guess, like, does he, is he doing it. the same thing? Um, we both have different approaches to how we like to right. live our extra life. But right. you've both agreed that you both are going to live the extra life. Yeah, for Communicated sure. and consented Absolutely. to that. Absolutely. Cool. It's very clear, very communicated. And secondly, how does your other extra partners, how do they feel about that? Do you mm. ever get like, because like, I know like jealousy is a really big thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With And it's something that a lot of people are afraid of, including myself. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I like, oh, jealousy think, is like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, like you got to be able to like approach it, right? So what do you do? Like, let's yeah. say first of all, how what do you do when you get jealous? Yes, okay. So when I and it's definitely I feel a thing that's kind of ingrained in our culture mm-hmm. where, um, yeah, it's kind of a thing that you see all around you. You see in media. You see in movies. You see all all the time. So it's kind of like we almost like romanticize jealousy. We totally do. Totally. So when we started having an open polyamorous relationship, sometimes when I found out that my partner was going to like go on a date or like just made out with someone or whatever, hooked up with someone, I was like, (gasps) my internal immediate reaction would sometimes like, oh my god, yeah, and then (laughs) I would. You have to kind of change, shift your mindset. So right. you have to kind of think, well, first of all, I always think like, okay, yeah, relax. Think about what you're doing. Do you not want like, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Do you not want to do that? No, you still want to do that. Then why are you thinking that your partner shouldn't be able to do that? Right. right. That, that is that super from? hypocritical. So let's just table that. And then also trying to turn jealousy into... I want them to be happy. I want them to experience like a compassion, a level of compassion. I want them to be, to experience this and be happy. So that's kind of what you see in a lot of literature is like turning the jealousy immediate reaction into a like productive. Yeah. No, I want them to experience things. I want them to be happy. Yeah. Because jealousy really, if you're going to define its essence is a fear of an inadequacy. In ourselves. It's a secure thing. It's like, oh, what if they like someone more than me? Right. What if they don't want to date me anymore? That's that's the definition of jealousy. What if they like someone more than me? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And this is like, honestly, one of the things that I've had to, because I used to be an extremely jealous person. Um, one thing I've had to, that honestly calms me and it might not calm anyone else, but what calms me is like, what if they like someone better? Well, what if they do? Yeah. So then whatever. So Would then you want but, them to stay so with like, you if they like someone more than you? Exactly. They're going to let me know. I'm going to know. Mm-hmm. Either way, one way or another, you're going to find out. And like, if they do like someone better than whatever, that's I'm the worst else. case scenario. Yeah. It's like, I think putting that, and then also like talking to your brain and just being like hey oh for sure uh remember that you're super cool you do a lot of really cool shit and you just got your brains fucked out last night and yeah. <laughs> you know like relax. that will help too right mm-hmm. totally so actually this might lead even into my next question really okay. well which was um air, just our science stuff what did you just say <laughs> got your brains fucked out last night oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, what do you do if one partner is having more sex than the other and you feel like you're like, oh my God, like 
they're doing out doing all kinds of shit and like i can't seem to get it together mm-hmm. um i don't know like, like i feel I've like i never experienced <laughs> i feel like if you're seriously concerned about that there's probably things you could do to find people right like maybe with. like maybe you're just not looking to do it right as and much as the other person is like i know for me like i'm on like online dating and blah blah blah. And my partner is just kind of like oh like if i meet someone i meet someone so obviously different like, levels it's gonna be different so there are things you can do and if it was an issue you guys would communicate that of course and yeah like I'll, hey like yeah. i'm not feeling like da, da, da. or like do you ever take breaks i haven't but i i'm sure that people do right I'm sure that people do. There's many, any open or polyamorous relationship, like there's different rules. Yeah. So speaking of rules, that's Unless actually... you're a relationship anarchist. Oh, I thought you were going to say ologist. Oh. oh, me too. <laughs> I was so excited. Um, but my next question literally is, um, how are rules set? Right. By communication. Okay. What does that look like though? So, I mean, definitely at the beginning, things have happened where it's like, oh, okay, that happened. You know, I didn't really like that. So we just talk about it like adults. Mm-hmm. Hey, so that happened. I would have appreciated if you talked to me about it first. Or, you know what? When we go to this party, I just want it to be you and me. Or, uh, you know, oh, like okay. things like that. Oh, that's, actually, that's really cute. <laughs> oh, you would love that. <laughs> And there are people like that have those rules that are like, you can't do that in a public place or like right. you can only do when I'm there or uh, okay. we only play together and yeah. things like that, right? So, so there's all kinds of forms. There's different ways to make yourself feel comfortable. Right. Okay. And I think like that's also, it's a really good point is like we, you have the power to decide how you want yes. your open relationship But you to have look. to be able to com- communicate. Right. So speaking of like those rules then, and you just listed off a rules. few, what rules do you like? Give me three rules that you prefer to have. Right. So I like to know when my partner has had sex with someone new mm-hmm. or, okay. you know, just because I just want to know for other people that I'm engaging with or whatever. Health reasons. For health reasons. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's my main concern. Now, do you ever meet each other's partners? We have not done that. Would you want to? Well, I guess we kind of have, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it depends. Yeah. Right. We've talked about possibly you know so so. what's like an example of like some of the rules like i feel like personally if i were going to open up my relationship like i would want it to be like okay don't hook up with people we know yeah that was that's a thing yeah for sure like i don't want friend weird shit vibes or anything like that yeah Mm -hmm. um what's your like third biggest rule honestly I don't know. I think that's my main thing. I just want to okay. know. Or like if you didn't have safe sex, that do does that, happen, right. but just right. tell me. And that's pretty cool because in my mind, I had prefabricated like this whole big list of rules that would exist. Mm-hmm. And it's cool to hear that like, it's very simple. You have a couple. Yeah. That's right. it. It's not like you have it's a big a rule book thing, that you need this... to be like, you just violated section 13, subsection <laughs> <Yeah>. 1. <laughs> he signed a contract. Yeah. yeah. He had a no, contract. Like, I think that it could vary from people to people, but we're pretty casual about it in some ways. And okay. in the beginning, we didn't really want to even talk about it too much. Yeah. Right. What was happening. Like, we're not, some people have to tell every single thing that they did or they're about to do or whatever. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Whereas we're a little more like hands off in that way, but there are just a couple things that I want to know. Okay. Now, cool. do you ever go through each other's phones? No. Good. <laughs> That's a good. Now, okay. This no, is now, one of the main things. Well, and yeah, I'm really curious now, Krista, <laughs> because 
I feel like that question you just asked yeah. transcends the boundary of a polyamorous relationship. <laughs> it That's does. just a trust, trust issue. It does. It does. It is. It is a trust yeah. issue. But honestly, I was saying that more in like the sense that it's like, obviously it's ridiculous whether you're in a monogamous you or a poly- that on a podcast, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, my boo is going to listen to this. I love it. Um, no, but like, I, cause I personally, I think that if I were, it's like, it would be actually really tempting for me. It would be, like, but then I, I, once again, though, I think that you're dealing with issues outside of being polyamorous. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think that's, that's just a, a natural trust that like, you would have that, whether you were monogamous or exactly, polyamorous. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. yeah. It's so true. Um, and I think Which like, is cool to write, like, I didn't even piece that together until yeah, now. It's yeah. really cool to piece that together. It is because, but I think my point of bringing it up is also just that it's like, we have so much expectation of each other. Like, and I think polyamory or the idea of opening up a relationship is really scary because you think, well, what if I'm jealous or what if I'm this and what if I'm that? When really it's like, you know, you're going to be actually what you already are doing. Yeah. So if you're already going through your partner's phone and like doing all the shit. Probably still going to do it. You're probably still going to do it. And it's going to be unhealthy because you're going to inevitably see something that upsets you. Yeah. And you have to acknowledge that if you're going to do that, you Mm -hmm. will see something that will upset you. Yeah. It's more of a a character trait than a relationship (gasps) definer. But, but, and you're true. You're right. But also, don't you think that that has been so romanticized in our society? Oh, completely. I I couldn't agree with you It's almost a joke. Yeah. Like, I went through my partner's um, Cardi B has a f- song about it. I went through your right? phone last night. Yeah. Um, saw some things I didn't like. Yeah. One well. thing I will say... <laughs> maybe you should have a poly relationship Cardi maybe. <laughs> well that's the thing also in those relationships when I hear like somebody's cheating all the time or and the other person's yeah. not getting what they want it's like why don't you just open it up yeah like yeah, totally. you're one person's getting what they want and they're also getting shit and one person's not getting what they want and they're super angry yeah it's like you're both mad which is something that has happened and to me like, in the past I would never, and do you like, know how many times i could do that blah blah, blah. And it's like well what if you fucking do just it? Get it yeah there you go you know and then you have your your relationship and you have all those things too. Mm-hmm. So I think like what stops people from opening up their relationships is like, first of all, of course, there's societal pressure. There's fear. There's, you know, all of these jealous emotions that we have. But I think it's really important for us to look back and be mindful of the fact that a lot of these things that we have are actually just insecurities in ourselves. Yeah, totally. That are actually, you know, we need to remember that like we're awesome and just focus on you. Mm-hmm. Focus totally. on you yeah. and like what you're doing. And like bring it back, be able to talk to your brain and say, "Hey, hey, brain, you're you're being, being really pretty freaking silly out right, right now. now. Yeah, yeah. why do you want to do whatever you want? And you don't want your partner to. Hmm? Oh, yeah, exactly. That's pretty fucked up. Yeah. we send a freaky contract. And you <laughs> and you hit the nail on the head with um, it, you know, it's your own insecurities and what yeah. you perceive your own shortcomings to be that. Right. give life to a lot of these apprehensions that people might have yes. about opening things up. Yes. It's different. Yeah. You have to kind of figure it out if you do open up your relationship. It's a little bit rocky at first. You're right. trying things out. Things yeah. don't work. Oh, we told each other too much. Ah, now we're like, ah. No, I'm not. We didn't tell each other enough. Ah. We're... Yeah. You know, like, right. So you have to out. find that balance There's like communication. A, and... What do you call that? The reckoning period? And like, I don't know. Sure. Too, like, that sounds like a horror movie. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> Opening it up isn't for everyone too. Like some people yeah. are just born monogamists yeah. as well. Yeah, you don't know? do it if you don't feel comfortable. And I, actually, I think maybe that's another really important uh, point is if you're in a situation where your partner does, but you don't want to, mm-hmm. I think that's really important for yeah. us to talk about and, too. Because and once are, again, yeah. oh yeah, sorry. Continue. There are people who their partner wants to, they don't want to, and they let their partner do it. 
Right. right. So, okay. Yeah, like, yeah. Some, that's you right. Know, some people are like that. Which okay. Is fine. But interesting. You... I've never heard of that. I didn't even know that was. A... Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like they're the other one partner is not really interested in that, but they also love their partner and are secure enough in themselves that they can say you can go and do what you want need to do to feel feel fulfilled. Okay. Which is pretty cool. Props to those. Well, I mean, that takes a super confident person. I think so too. Yeah. So props to all of you out there who are uh, holding it down. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Um, now, one of the questions that I had is like, and I want to get into real specifics here. Okay. Um, how do you keep the lines of communication open in an, in an open relationship? And that might sound simple, but like, I'm kind of thinking like, how do you make sure, what are the rules like that you have to make sure that everyone understands? As someone who is kind of like seasoned, you're not oh, in the beginning anymore. Yeah. Like, what do you I mean, do to keep those lines open? Do you I, guys have like a meet a meeting? No, we don't. I would say I have definitely fucked it up. Oh, okay. Recently. Oh, okay. Where I was going to hang out with someone else I was dating, mm-hmm. and I didn't tell my partner because we don't really like. We don't live together. We don't tell each other everything that we're doing every day. Right. And he hadn't asked me what I was doing that day. So I didn't think I would need to tell him. Right. Right. But we were at a function together. And then after I was going to go with this other person person. I was dating. And then I did. And then he was like, oh, like, I didn't know you were doing that. What the hell? Like, and I was like, oh, okay. So I guess a little more communication is wanted. But I thought that he didn't want to know every single time that I was doing that. So it's kind of like always learning. Yeah. Which makes sense. And how long have you guys been together? You and your uh, primary partner? On and off since 2013. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. So, so that's going on five quite years. a while. Six mm. years. Yeah. Yeah. But it like, feels like longer. Mm, okay. Feels like longer. <laughs> I'm like, uh, Probably like four yeah. years, I'd say. Okay. Yeah. So, well, I think like that kind of wraps up what I was wondering. Now, we have also some questions from some listeners we do have okay. listener questions now, today now and they might not be all based around polyamorous discussion uh-huh. because they caught wind they that we a had sexologist. a hot sexologist on the show <laughs> so our listeners Hi. did not just by the way i just need to reiterate once again we ask a question and people actually answer us now and it's amazing we love it <laughs> yeah so i just love every second also, of all and the, and the, re- the reason why i think why brian gets so excited by this is that he doesn't really go on the instagram and so i always send him the <laughs> screenshots and he's like what oh my god oh my I love it. Yeah. Um, so now okay. I have five listener questions. Oh okay. God. We only picked these the are, best for you, Vanessa. <laughs> these are also open for you and I, Brian. Okay. Because um, some of them aren't like necessarily so we got a sexologist slip, related. We've got to slip on okay. our sexologist stockings. Oh, yeah. Put your condom on. Yeah. Okay. Put, put your condom over your head. Perfect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> put a saran wrap over, over our both faces. of our faces. And stick oh, us in the fridge for God, later. God, sounds like a kink. <laughs> It is a kink. It's a back chat yeah, kink. Yeah. Um, now, uh, listener number one, what are your views on porn? Are you for or against it or neutral and why? I'm for porn. Can we do a panel? Just yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. Can we do a absolutely. panel? Absolutely. I think that there are definitely types of porn that I think are not very cool. I think there could be a lot more like feminist porn, which there is a lot more out there. Okay. Which isn't really my kind of porn, but I think we need it. Do you know where to find any of that kind of porn? Yes. Um, one of my friends actually writes porn. Oh, amazing. In Montreal. Just let me check. Okay, so I'm scanning the Instagram page and I can't find the company that she writes for, but her Instagram handle is Victoria Nachos. I'll just read her description. Writer, dater, masturbator. 
I write Cute. porn for a living and take out the trash. I'm a person. This is a personal account. Happy fatty. She lives in Montreal. She Beautiful. Awesome. She I love it. also loves to she's a uh, online dater like myself. Her her online dating prof- profile just says that she just wants guys to come out, come over and lick her out. Oh, there you oh, go. She's wow, not interested in getting them off in any way. She is getting reparations for all the women <laughs> who have not <laughs> orgasmed when they oh are having God. sex with their partners, which is a very big reparation. So let's all do our part. That's yeah, true. Awesome. So, and so everyone go over and lick her puss. Yeah, and well, she's at Victoria Nachos, V I C T O R I A N A C H O S. She's awesome. So, Amazing. And okay. she write like she's definitely a feminist and she writes porn and I just love knowing that she's out there writing porn. I, love I think that. that like making you know dicks more than a dick it's attached to a face yeah. is a yeah. important thing in porn and yeah. making you Agreed, know actually. showing women being pleasured is very important and yeah. there's a lot of and in yeah. a way that's not like super like straight male watching oh, cishet exactly. Um I know a lot of women enjoy watching lesbian porn because yeah. they are right. sick of that the Dick classic shit. yeah exactly i like watching Wait. male gay porn personally i was gonna say um <laughs> you know what i know i know quite a few females in my life that, watch that like porn. watching male gay porn yeah i yeah. think because it's like uh, there's i'm just super into dicks <laughs> <laughs> perfect well perfect that's great um so now my exp- now hold on let me just double check it my feels about porn um I access it frequently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I usually do just go to like porn or something. One thing though that I really, really love is um, the hump tour. Has anyone ever been to hump tour before? No. It's so, you know, Dan, Dan Savage. Savage yeah. We all know Dan Savage. Monogamish. Mm-hmm. Monogamish. No, not monogamous. monogamous. But monogamish was his yeah, terming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. his uh, whatever. But monogamish. his relationship is not monogamous. No, I know, but he made monogamish popular. Which monogamish, I think people like. Okay. It's like people Open like. Relation. It's like, you're allowed to make out or you're allowed to do this. Or you're or, allowed. It's there's, like, there's you very, define yeah, it. Yeah, you, you define, define it. it. You define it. You're monogamous, um, but not all of them. Yeah, but you're, you define it. Monogamish. Yeah, which is why we love Dan. Exactly. So every year, um, Dan Savage and a group of other folks put on an amazing, um, I guess like a like a film festival kind of thing. So yeah. it's called Hump. Tour. And it's called Hump, yeah. Oh, okay. And it goes on tour. Oh, okay. And it came to Vancouver in September. And um, I actually didn't get to see it this year because I was away. But um, they, it's it's like a series of short films, short porns, yeah. that are filmed by people who like know about Dan through the show or through whatever. And yeah, and they submit the films and then the panel judges it and then they go around and it's, I think it's about 90 minutes of porn. Okay. Of all different kinds of stuff. And then there's like winners and blah, blah, blah. They get prizes, money, blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's fun. So it is so good. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely going to be taking us there as a back chat field trip. We're going to do a hump tour back chat Ooh, field trip. Take Absolutely. And they actually have, I think that they're, they might even be doing hump tour again in Washington coming up. Okay. But I love that. It's so fun. It's really funny. Yeah. Um, um, so highly recommend that if you have a chance to go out and see uh, the hump tour, please go out. I promise you it will be worth your wait. And it's definitely a really good date. Yeah. Um, and then secondly, I feel like with porn, I don't really know how I feel about it. Okay. Does that make sense? Now, do you mean like ethically how it's produced yeah. or the consumption yeah. of it? There's that thing Both. for sure. Okay. Because I think that like, okay, so for instance, if you go onto Pornhub.com, mm-hmm. you, there's a little icon at the top. And if you click it, it will say like all porn or it porns. will say... Um, gay only. 
Mm-hmm. So you can like choose to filter like just at the main screen by all porn or gay only. Yeah. So, and I, so it just, that right there tells you that this porn is marketed to men. Yeah. All of this porn is marketed to men. Uh-huh. So it's like, it's upsetting because there's actually nothing that I want to see on Pornhub. Okay. I have to always, it's always kind of Why like. Why are you going to then? Well, because it still gets me, but it just gets me in like, uh, like a side script way. Okay. It's like I really want a subway, but I'm gonna settle for a homemade sandwich. Right. Or Usually like I just put some stuff into Google and I look for gifts. Oh, honestly, Tumblr. Oh, no. Tumblr was my oh, no. shit. Tumblr shut down. No. Exactly. I had. They had I child actually porn had, on it. Oh, really? Is That's that why? why? Yeah. They had child porn mm. on it. Wow. Well, probably people Is that self, what shut them down. Probably yeah. teenagers wow. self. They were like, no, no, no. That's that's no, that's not. No. I know people who saw it. I, I know people who I saw feel it. like I feel like that's also like kind of like hyping up though like what was actually shitty about that because there was a really really uh safe and respectful uh porn community on Tumblr. There was, but there was also some videos that were not absolutely non-consensual and definitely underage. Okay. Okay, well that well, is not yeah. there were a couple going around. It was a big deal. I know people who saw it. And then Tumblr good. just had to shut the whole thing down. They were like, Fuck yeah. see, but that seems fucked up to me because yeah. also but like I had law. a, it's that new law. I had US. a, what do you think all these oh, Instagram I don't, I don't know. accounts are getting shut oh, down? Oh, right. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I do have a few uh, fr- friends who are sex workers yeah. who just had their pages shut down on Instagram okay. as well. Um, but I honestly had the most fucking beautiful uh, porn yeah, uh, a lot of my catalog. Yeah. I, I had had it since like 2012. And it was just a catalog of all shit that I liked. Yeah. Yes. And, and that's what my blog was. And I was actually so disappointed by the whole thing. I didn't even go back to look at it because I didn't even want to like look at all the shit that I'd be losing. Yeah. It'd be like it a little graveyard. It would be like, well, because yeah. it's not there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And around the ethical, like the production side of it, I can definitely see some holdups as to yeah. like where it's coming from. But yeah. it's like, if you like coffee, you like coffee. Yeah. And so then you can start making better choices about where this coffee comes from. Are the beans yeah. ethically produced? Yeah. It's very true. You know, what goes into that. But also like, are they making, see, this is my thing is like, like, honestly, all of the feminist, quote unquote, feminist porn that I've seen or like ethically produced porn, I've not liked. Right. Yeah. So it's like, honestly, like what I want to see, I feel like is like not even out there. So maybe mm. I should make it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if that's not a calling, I back don't know what does it is. a porn. Back smack. <laughs> back smack. Oh, back smack. Yeah. A whole new definition. I'm sorry a to our momager right now because she's, I, you know. No, she's loving this. She's a kinky freak. There, yeah, but she's also there's a few eye rolls I can already see. Actually, I don't even know that. I'm just like guessing. <laughs> there's another eye roll already. So, what's our next listener question? So, our next listener question is: What are the top three concerns in an open relationship? Um, jealousy. Mm-hmm. Health, it, probably. Maybe health. Health. Yeah. health. Mm, losing your man. Losing your man. Also, patting the jealousy. <laughs> Losing your person. I think right. that's a pretty pretty yeah. thing kind of goes well. into jealousy. I think. Right. You know? Yeah. I th- that's good. I, I like love that. that. I like that. There's only like two answers out of a top really? three. Yeah. That's that's really cool. That plays right in with your rules. And I thought that I was going to hear a whole list of rules, mm-hmm. and I heard two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. Like, true. I'm not yeah. the like be all end all. So there of might course. be but no, 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 like, no, no. For, for back chats, intents and purposes, you're our sexologist. Wait, is it intents and purposes? Intents and purposes. Not it was intensive purposes. Then you might as well say irregardless. Thank you. Okay, Karen. Um, okay, Christine. Uh, okay, Christine. Christine. Um, our next question is pretty funny. How do women squirt, squirt. Oh. if you've never squirted before? Okay. I actually can answer okay. this. But you go ahead so, first. So I'm not like a natural squirter, although I know there is a technique that can make you squirt, which someone did do to me one time, but I was just like, yeah, I just peed. <laughs> Really? Oh yeah. Oh. I mean, it was 
fine, but I wasn't like he was just mechanically trying to make me squirt. Yeah. Which did work, but like So can we talk about it the- wasn't fun. I didn't care. It's not first of all, it's not pee though. Oh, I was Let's gonna actually ask you clear about that. No, 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 not pee. There's two different kinds. Thank oh, you. Oh, okay. Okay. Well okay. so you can make someone squirt and there's always a little bit of pee in squirt. Because it's well, because it comes out of the same hole. Yeah, there was research that was recently done in Australia, actually. Okay. Um, that that did actually uh, look at exactly where everything was coming from. It looked at the structure. It looked at everything that was going on to do with Slow essentially mo. squirt. Okay, so they Slow took some didgeridoo. Show me the replay and plowed them into a dingo hole. Exactly. And oh, analyzed. Oh, All right. show me the replay in slow mo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh yeah, Derek. Looks like a real squirter on our hands. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sorry okay. about that accent. So, uh, side note, our sexologist also does a fucking amazing Australian accent. Yeah. Amazing. Um, I had never squirted before until my most recent relationship. Um, and I was shocked. I, I couldn't believe it. And now shocked. I do it all the time. Okay. All the time. I squirt all the time. You're a routine squirter. Wow. I'm a routine squirter. Now, we never did establish Better what put squirting. Better your goggles on. What is the fluid that comes out if it's not pee? Um, they, like, I don't know the actual definition, but it's clear. It's yeah. not yellow or anything. Like, if, if you're dehydrated, like, you pee yellow pee. Yeah. Like, no matter how dehydrated you are, this is not, like, but a yellow still, pee. But we still don't know what the fluid is. It's a it's, mystery fluid. It's kind of like, okay, well, honestly, okay. if, if you're well, a woman, if you're, if you have a vagina, I should say, yes. then you know that there are many different kinds of, sh- like, fluid that comes out of your vagina. Okay. So, mm-hmm. the fact that like a uh, secretive fluid and it's not actually secretive it's just that i don't have it on like the definition on me we can easily search it, it. Um, unlocked a level it changes all the time there's there's lots of different kinds of cervical fluid and we all and we all know that as people who have vaginas but um squirt is like squirt is like i like that there's a brand squirt is like kind of like too. it's kind of like almost if you could hold it in your hand it's almost like milky water Lightly milky water. Milk pee. Huh. It looks like, yeah, milk pee. It's like, it's kind of white cloudy. It feels cloudy. like you're peeing. It does, well. A little bit, yeah. It doesn't to me. It just feels like a really good orgasm. Although I've also squirted and not had an orgasm. Yeah. So explain that. Yeah. You know. So anyway, you can actually Google it and find some how-to videos. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you and just squirt yourself into oblivion, I'm sure you, you but... can find some fuckboy somewhere who will yeah. knows how to do it. Who will love to make call it yourself the super soaker and just <laughs> set yourself loose. Oh my god, that's our new episode. <clears throat> Next question: What if you or your partner has more? Par- oh, we already asked that one. Uh, <gasps> okay. How to approach a threesome with your partner? Oh, how to? So baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, baby. Yeah. I was thinking. So bad. Do we want to have a threesome? <laughs> And that's question answer. Pretty much. But yeah. we sent a freaky contract. <laughs> Is that Diane Bird? Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> love them, by the way. Uh, <laughs> don't love them, by the way. Oh, I, I do. I love them. They're kind of super racist. Are okay. they? How to approach a threesome. Um, wait till you're a little drunk mm-hmm. and just ask. Get some liquid courage. Come on to them, maybe. Find out what Tell they, them how sexy find out you think they, they are. Find out what they think about it. Right. Okay. You kind of just need to find out, test the water, see what they think. Yeah. Right. So before now, you go out and ask, you test the water. Oh my. Well. Oh wait. Oh, okay. I totally misread what you just said. <laughs> I thought you meant like before you like bring someone to your house. No, no, no. Um. Yeah. You just like. Oh, hey. So you know, I'm seeing this person, and like they would be down for three. Something like. What do you think? Or what if? Oh, but this is sorry. In quotations, monogamous. Oh. They're in a monogamous mm. partnership, and they so, want yeah, to know how to approach. Have a couple drinks. 
Both of like, you have a couple hey, drinks. Yeah, not hey, just babe. you. Or, you know, like if you're sober, you don't have to. But like, you know, just be like, hey, babe, what do you, what are your feelings about threesomes? Or like, I saw this really sexy porn or something I would that say, I like. What do you think about threesomes? Right. You brought it up. You just put it to them. And who knows what they're going to say. True. Yeah. It's a great way to find out is just asking. It's See, a crazy concept, but yeah. you could totally just ask somebody. I know, right? It's true. So communication true. really weird, but it works. Imagine that mm-hmm. communication works sometimes. Pretty easy. Um, yeah, well, that was all the questions we had. Well, I, do you have any input on how to ask a partner for a threesome? I think just what Vanessa just said is like the crazy thing is just to ask them. Yeah, you know, have, have make- a couple drinks with them and then just kind of test out where that goes. There we go. We have our answer. Ish. I think it's going to depend on. It's going to depend on your relationship. So maybe test the waters in whatever way that that feels good to you. Yes. Before you go ahead and ask. Does that sound like right? Great. Okay. Now, speaking of... Well, I mean, you know, communication. It's all about communication. If you're going to have a threesome, you're going to need to communicate. So if you can't just ask your partner if they want to have a threesome or not, then you have a fucking major problem. You might have to think about your your relationship. You might need to start with some other things. This also is another, another thing that we have to remember is like... Yes, actually, times are changing, okay? Uh, especially when it comes to re- uh, uh, relationship models. Yeah. And I think it's important to remember that what was right for you 20 years ago, two years ago, 30 years ago, two might not be ago. right for you now. Two months ago might not be right for true. you now. Yeah. And you have to, above all, be true to yourself. Yeah. And you're also not like saying, I want to have a threesome. You're saying, what do you think about threesomes? Mm-hmm. Would you ever want to have a threesome? You're yeah. not saying, like, I want to have a threesome today. Yeah. You're, like, like, you're saying, yeah. like, hey, what do you think about it? Like, I yeah. don't know what you think about it. Yeah. Truth. Truth, truth, truth. Agreed. Well, those are all amazing questions. Yes. Loved them. I hope we gave amazing answers. Yeah. Hopefully everyone felt like they Exactly. Um, now, speaking of... Wow. Did do you have, like, an air moon or rising or what? No, I don't. Actually, I know that. I just... What happened was... She's a I was around Aries, air everyone. signs. I wouldn't stop talking and I lost my thoughts. Ah! <laughs> That's what happened. Aries... So, um, figuring out this, you know, trying things, dating different people, whatever. Um, definitely, there are people who you might date who you're already in a relationship. You start dating someone else and they could have a very jealousy problem where mm-hmm. they start comparing themselves to your other partner. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're let's like just for ter- in terms of understanding this really clearly your secondary partner starts getting jealous about your primary partner. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So there are definitely, um, yeah, different personalities that you're going to encounter that won't work for your open relationship, right. however that you have it. Right. So just keep that in mind. Keep it in mind. Right. Got it. All right. Well, on that note, it might be time for... <gasps> it's, it's in, in the, the stars, stars, baby! got Loved the it. baby in there it's um, been a while since we've oh, had that oh. yes and actually side note since that just uh triggered my memory of uh lady gaga yeah um lady gaga and vanessa have the same birthday we do oh wow we do. Yeah. you share a birthday well, no, lady gaga, people lady gaga shares a birthday with a pretty special person Bow down, bitches. <laughs> there you 
you go. That's better. <laughs> so you guys, for It's in the Stars today, right. if you recall from earlier in the episode, we went through some kinks and defined <laughs> them for you under the BDSM umbrella. So hopefully you remember, remember them. Like. And so, yeah, <laughs> no pop quiz, but there <laughs> actually kind of might be because Chris has gone through <laughs> and laboriously Whoa, taken every yourself. sign fan yourself. and yeah, gave time. them an assigned kink. So your kink, based on what your star sign is, will be read by Krista. Yeah. So yeah, the signs as kinks, y'all. And you know what? It's in This the is uh, this is more of a bedroom. discussion, okay? Let's call it that because I'm not a sexologist. Uh we have one on the show. So uh, She's a pussy popcornologist. <gasps> pussy popcornologist. Coconut oil. In the <laughs> yeah, popcorn. there we go. Hey. Come on, girl. Full circle. What? Okay, episode title for sure. Yeah. Um now Aries. Aries. What is Aries, Aries okay. kink sign? I put Aries as a rigger. <gasps> a rope bunny. A rigger a, or a rope bunny. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Although okay. actually specifically I said rigger. Rigger. Okay. Rigger. Yeah. No. So what? Oh, I'm just thinking what? Aries, the ram, the horns. Like rigger. Those horns just they want might ropes forget, They might forget to do the whole thing though. They might not be able to, to do the whole rig. <laughs> might not rig it up. They might get distracted. <laughs> they might okay. not rig it up properly. Is what they, you're saying? No, they might be like, Oh yeah, this rig's gonna be great. Someone else finishes for me. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> Throwing some shit like at your own yeah. Don't like to finish them. Okay. Well, what about Taurus? Well, Taurus is a voyeur. A voyeur. Oh, totally. I thought Taurus would be a voyeur. Taurus, honestly, they. I could see Libra being a voyeur too, though. Oh well, we'll get to them. I could. I could see that too. Um. However, I feel like Taurus just like. They want to be comfy. They want to be comfy. Get out their popcorn. Yeah. And like, Ooh, honestly, yeah. Taurus loves a good masturbation sesh. Okay. Yeah. So if they could have they a nice- candles out. Honestly, live porn sounds great. With a candle. Yeah. Live porn with a candle. Taurus. More than one. Now get ready for Gemini's, y'all. Oh, Hopefully we have some oh agreements. What is Gemini's kink sign? Brat. Oh my God, I knew it. Slash sub. I said. I agree with both. Brat. Yeah, I think Brat. Mm-hmm. Brat was my first one, but I put slash sub just to so say they're like gonna freak out and they just need to get slapped in the face. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, I hate these earrings at Claire's. Oh, never mind. You don't think I should hate them? Okay, I'll take them. No, they're like, <laughs> well, actually, yes. But also, they they're would, like, they would never hate the earrings. They're at like, Claire's. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, they would never hate the earrings at Claire's. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's wet, Feb, y'all. Can you tell yet? Are you wet? We hope so, because <laughs> it will make this episode a lot more bearable. And I don't mean masturbation. I mean, like, beer. Um, it will make it more bearable. Beerable. Beerable. Um, cancer. Cancer. What is cancer's kink sign? Are you ready? <gasps> yes. I ruined my mic. It's okay. We got you. <laughs> so, uh, cancer was actually the last one that I had. It was the hardest. Yeah. Okay, what is it? Owner. Oh, totally. Oh. Totally. I felt like they were they, an owner. Okay. They are all about home and yeah. family. And, but they and live it like they shit. live it they all the time. Yeah, exactly. Oh, they like controlling your shit. Yeah, they okay. do like to control their shit. And they're like, they live they in their wish moment their all the time. They were pets so they can control them. Yeah. Just oh, kidding. I'm just totally kidding. That's good. They that's like good. when people talk to them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I mean, I'm a cancer rising. Okay. Um, but I feel like, yeah. Like, I feel like you hit the nail on the head one. for that. It, it was a hard one for me. Also, side note, I just want to say because last week, there was quite the debacle with the yes, Gemini, the Libra, Claire's We all remember the terrible uh, decision you made. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I had a Agreed. lot of support, but I don't really need to express that. That's fine. Um, I still think Libra is Claire's. I think that's I fine. Totally I totally disagree. You know what? Actually, more. I can disagree more. Okay. Libras love spending money on clothes. Okay. Okay. They that's would, true. That's Libras, true. Gemini's Libras don't. Libras are all about putting on a show and they would- It sounds like a Leo. That's what a Leo is all yeah, about. Yeah. They are very similar in some ways when it comes I'm to I'm a Libra moon, so I should know. They would never go to Claire's. No. Yes, they would. No, they would not. Okay. Maybe it's at the Aquarius in me that's like, 
you know what? Fuck all the like associations that you have with brands because I would totally go to Claire's. But honestly, Brian no, Libra. wouldn't. No. Libras are too much of a wannabe to do that. <gasps> oh, <gasps> now we get extra shade. <laughs> you guys. Oh okay, let's move on to the next motherfucking sign. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Oh my god. Okay, that's that right. was hilarious I was and amazing. Joking. That's all right. But I wasn't just gonna. So my point Eye in saying that is a privilege. <laughs> my point in saying that was that there. Um, we when we say the signs, we're not thinking of anyone in particular. So if you were a friend of ours, we are not thinking um, about excuse you. Excuse me, I felt a little personally attacked. <laughs> well, you would because you're a co-host on this show. <laughs> now, okay, let's hop right into Leo's Leo 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 mm-hmm. exhibitionist. Oh, 100%. Completely. Yes. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Dating a Leo, ding, I know this ding. to be actually a fact. All the mirrors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like... True, the mirrors. The hair ties. Can we associate that in there somewhere? Even if they don't the even need a hair tie. The lights on, the open windows. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fan. my God. Literally. The lingerie. Hey, this is one of the things, like, with Coda. I was like, why don't we close the fucking blinds at night? Like, I've just gotten used to not closing the blinds. Yeah. But he, wants he loves the, bl- the blinds open. Yeah. <laughs> exactly but like just all the time wow just always wants them on or open um now virgo are you ready for virgo yeah okay now i'm gonna say this one thing (laughs) okay here's the thing virgos are like mother Teresa in the street kink in the sheets okay Okay. now they are a slave in the sheets a slave a slave i think virgo i think you guys virgos are so wanting control wanting to do this and they're so like opposite in bed exactly well and this is like actually a known thing about virgos isn't they're also the virgin sign okay so the sign of the virgin and um i think virgos are so uh calculated in their life that when they get to the bedroom they They just want to give up control completely okay 100 they they want all the decisions to be made by someone else because they're so busy making decisions all day right so that exactly. would be a, a subclause in their contract. Love uh-huh. that. Yeah, now Libras, 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 Libras. What is a what drum okay. roll? What is Libra going now, to be? I initially yeah. thought that's going to sound terrible. Just that's kidding. That's okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> you're both I, like, oh, side eyed me. They both slowly looked my direction with their super side eye. <laughs> How dare you do that on our podcast? That's going to sound uh, terrible. Um, I think that Libras. Um, now, I thought initially you might be upset at this, but now I'm not sure if you will. Yeah. Vanilla. Oh, not at all. <laughs> okay. Now, I'm the reason behind this, yeah. first of all, I don't see that as a negative thing. I actually yeah. see that as just like, honestly, Libras, they love balance and harmonious yeah. uh, situations. So for a Libra- And probably go along with whatever else you want to do. Exactly. Exactly. Which could exactly. technically, a Libra can be any of the kinks. Exactly. I also put them totally. as a- Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that allows I, them to, to be that. Yeah, their yeah. vanilla-ness actually opens them up to all of them. Right? <laughs> so now, Scorpio. Oh, Are you ready for Scorpio, um, y'all? All of them. I'm hoping for some approval here. Okay. Okay, let's Scorpio, see. Scorpio, you're a daddy dom. Daddy doms. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I can I see, see it. it. I, I can see it. it. Yeah, yeah. You can okay. see it? Yeah. Or just dom in general. Yeah, for yeah. sure. For They're sure. calling definitely the shots. Doms. They are yeah. definitely calling the shots. Yeah. They're seriously They're in emotional. There. They're going to let you know what they want, when oh, yeah. they want it, how they want it, and you're going to give it to them. Exactly. But then you're going to be like, oh, you're so annoying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, now, Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. Brat slash rope bunny. Because I know we had brat up above at Gemini. So we had Gemini brat slash sub. Sagittarius is brat slash rope bunny. Because they're kind of like... They want to be the center the of attention. Yeah. Exactly. They want to be tied up. Like, they would love Never to go. look at them. See, with a Gemini, you're going to get a brat slash sub in the bedroom. With a Sagittarius, you're going to get a brat slash rope bunny at the party. Ah. Mm-hmm. They're going to openly be that. I'm into right. it. 
Mm-hmm. Agreeable? Yeah, sure. Okay, agree. so complete congruence so far. Complete Capricorn. What are oh, Capricorns going to oh, do? Oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Degrader. <gasps> degrader I slash can, sadist. Y- y- maybe, yeah, on the degrader side? Yeah, degrader that's slash sadist. Hilariously, but at the same probably, time, yeah. they're a little bit like Virgos. The, and could be a slave, yeah. Yeah, like the switcher. They could, they they could go, one or, they, they could go their, one or the other. That's a nice contrast, though. So yeah. Capricorn would be like the mistress. But or... I feel like, see, this is the difference. Is like, I feel like Virgo, they love to have control in the daytime, but they want to let loose at night. But Capricorns, Capricorns just want to like, it's like, it's an extension. Exactly. Capricorns want to be sluts as an extension of their daily, control. like of their work, their blah, 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 control. It's like, yeah. The, Virgos, they want to give it up. They want to break. Capricorns, mm-hmm. they want to take it to the next level. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. You I know agree. what I mean? Okay. Aquarius. Oh. This was hard. Oh. What is Aquarius? Oh. What is it? I thought Aquarius would be experimental or switch. Experimental. I'm yeah. going to say switch. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well, there we you're go. Right, but then. you know it what? Could be so either. We, yeah, you're right on both accords. <laughs> but I thought experimental because it's like Aquarius, they're always like kind of down to do everything, but also down to do kind of nothing because they're like, <laughs> I don't really care what you're doing. They're like, yeah. I'm bored. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 100%. They are. They do get bored easy. And like part of that makes them experimental because they're always willing to try something new. Yeah. Um, but then part of that makes them a switch because it will be like, I mean, for instance, for me, 96% switch slash Aquarius. Um, <laughs> it's like... Sometimes I want to do this, but then other times I want to do the complete opposite. And you just never know what you're going to be in the mood for. Yeah. And it's always a surprise. It's literally never know. You never know. You don't. All right. Are we ready for Pisces? Pisces is our last one here. What is is the quilt store's kink? Oh my God. First of all, we are not thinking of the quilt store when we are talking about kinks here. Um, We know plenty of Pisces. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Pisces is going to be an age player. Ah. Age players. Mm-hmm. Pisces are age players. They love to explore their inner child. They're like, they could also, it could go either way. Mm-hmm. Um, they like to be mm-hmm. like the strict that, school mom. Things, that, mm-hmm. things that fall under age players. Like Pisces like to like spice it up, but they love like, they love to be doing something in the same realm. Like it's something that, because, you know, there's something very kind of emotional about Pisces. So they like to relinquish control. Because they are so emotional, it's like, they, but they also need a lot of love at the end. So a Pisces, I think, would be a really good in age player with a, like Daddy Dom, for instance. Okay. So Pisces brat, maybe getting along with the Daddy Dom. Okay. Similar, like in that kind of way. Yeah. No diaper babies, though, guys. Adult no. Babies, sorry. Yeah, there is no adult baby in the Pisces. No adult diapers. No. I'm not no. talking that. No, no not that. Honestly, kind. I'm not down with that ever. But props to you if you are. Fucking get it. Yeah. Buy that baby I powder. Mean, good yeah. luck getting it, but get yeah. it. <laughs> when uh, my question for you is, when you get to the checkout, do you say like? <laughs> for my son like at home or do they're adult diapers like... though yeah no 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 the baby powder oh, oh. yeah for sure well yeah do you know some people love eating that there's yeah, people that love strange eating. addiction yeah, yeah i've there's... seen that on there i saw it on bad girls club too and it's so oh, weird hey okay. she was like no it's good guys and Ew. they were like eh. and then like, i was like dude two years google comes out you're gonna be sad yeah, yeah. Um, i have no to pee kidding. so krista yes all of these exciting signs yeah. have got me thinking about the signs of the times. Yeah, the signs of the times in particularly. 1971. 1971. For some. Yes. And we've actually uh, backtracked to be able to go to Adventures, Adventures with, with Alice. Alice. Now, Baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Exactly, exactly. Um, now, Alice, I thought it would be funny to see what she's getting up to. Um, we skipped forward a bit to Monday, May 3rd, 1971. Okay, so we're now we're in the May season. We're going to go back to it next week. But uh, I just thought this would be a good one for today's episode. Okay. Mm. 
Had a fantastic weekend in Amsterdam. <gasps> Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Alice went to Amsterdam. She did. She Amsterdam. goes to Holland. We'll get to it later. Okay, this Ooh. is so exciting, though. It is. It's actually great. You guys, yeah. Alice does everything. She what does. a rebel. Yeah, she's a total That's rebel. We, we love her. She has a lot of peace signs in her journal. Guys. She does. Yeah, she loves to put it's, peace signs. They're everywhere. This is third party dream all, or sexologist observation. It's 1971, y'all. Um, left on Thursday night, took the bus to Harlem, and from there, the train to Amsterdam. Ernie was there to meet me at the station. We went straight to the apartment where they live. Kareen was there waiting for me. We spent oh. most of that night talking and drinking sherry. God. Oh. Listen, God. Listen, sherry. Have you guys ever had that? Where did I they have. meet her? God. Listen, where did sherry y'all? come from? This is great for wet fab. Okay. God, did I get off on that stuff. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I went to bed, but had to get up and vomit. Oh, wow. Then I slept Duh. quite soundly. Okay. On Friday, Kareem oh, took me Jesus. to the market. Little... <laughs> Little stuff. Little stuff. I don't know. Little stuff. Little stuff along a street for about a quarter of a mile, selling everything Im- imaginable. In the afternoon, we went little into stalls. The, into the stalls. Along oh, the street. little yeah. stalls. Little stalls all along a street for about a quarter of a mile, mm-hmm. selling everything imaginable. In the afternoon, we went into the clown towner. Oh. Clown? <laughs> downtown. Clown? Downtown area and Drum saw the reader. world famous <laughs> hippies. <laughs> Really, a pathetic bunch. Oh. What? But she has peace That's signs in her journal. That's what she said. Friday night, we stayed home, and the two queers across the street came over. They are really nice people and very happy with each other. Oh. 1971, y'all. <laughs> now we actually identify as queers. Like, yeah. At this time, I don't reclaimed think, it. Yeah, reclaimed yeah, it. Exactly. Reclaimed Alice. And you know what? This is why I don't feel bad reading your fucking journal on the air. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Look what she said about after, though. You know, like considering the time that she's in, she did use that term at the time, but then yeah. she also took the time to say reread that sentence. Really, ha- really nice people and very happy with each other. Yeah, and so for a girl, for her, that grew it was just up, a thing to say. It wasn't yeah, like it wasn't a, uh, yeah. offensive she thing for her. Think she was saying it in a mean way. Yeah, that's just yeah, what she ex- called them. Exactly. And I do like Alice's observations about alternative lifestyles that she makes in this book because yeah, it's we had a, too- we've had a few so far yeah and it makes you think about the time she grew up in first of all and then secondly it makes you i don't know you just think about the time we're in now exactly yeah and you you just really respect the fact that she's so observant and openly observant about it in her journal and the fact that it doesn't really matter because we're reading her journal now and it's like 50 years later actually more than that no 50 years and we're reading a stranger's journal and we're reading a stranger's journal so (laughs) on the air what does that that really say about us yeah well i mean Um, she shouldn't let their journal lying around don't leave your journal in a box honestly Yeah. Don't leave your journal in a box 15 years later, okay? Yeah. Dumbass. Um, Saturday, we shopped and bought a, I bought a really nice suede vest. Aww. In the afternoon, we went to the museum and saw the paintings of Rembrandt and Van Gogh. Beautiful. Saturday night, Ernie took us to the red light section. Oh. oh. Prostitution is legal there. Wow. Ooh. A real experience. <laughs> okay. They also have sex shops where one can buy all sorts of weirdo gadgets from whips for the sadist to movies for others. Wow. Interesting. She knew, she knew what a sadist yeah. was. She did. And listen to this. Interesting to see how the other half lives. <laughs> she thinks half of people live there? Now, I have to say, to me, I think that Alice is really denying some part of herself here. I think so. Yeah. Because there's no way. I think she was too scared. Maybe, you know, maybe she was like me on the test. She was too scared write to write it down. It down. Journal. She knows yeah. you're going to read it. 50 years later. Yeah. Exactly. Someone's history. Yeah. So she has to put herself as like a respectful 
She's Woman writing a historical exactly. diary. It's a historical record, okay? Uh, we then went to a disto- discotheque called the Voom Voom, really classy, and had a few drinks. Corrine and Ernie are really wonderful to me. I had one of the most fantastic weekends of my life. They had a threesome. Absolutely. Oh <laughs> Thank you. I think so, too. They want to do everything for me, and they are truly beautiful. Ah. Wow. Yeah. First ever time squirting. <laughs> ah. <laughs> if only she wrote the directions on here, we could read them out for everyone. <laughs> I hope I can somehow repay them. Interesting. Ooh. Okay. I'm sure she can think of something. <laughs> Spencer, their one and a half year old son, is a real rare treat. So good and really beautiful. Slept through the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, Slept through the whole thing. Didn't make a peep. Slept through the whole thing. Sunday, we, um, Corrine and I, um, as Ernie had to go to Portugal on business, had dinner at Tantacor and some and some Max's. I don't know. I really enjoyed myself. Today, I babysat, and this evening, I went to Tanta Ali's and gave her a little statue of a baby's head that I bought for her. Ah. Okay. Okay. Here's the baby's head. Why the fuck not? And it sounds yeah. kind of similar to what I gave you underneath your bed. Brian. Yeah, it does. We'll talk about that n- actually next episode because okay, I want to do a full recount. Okay, great. Uh, then I dropped in on Gus and chatted for a while and then I came home and wow, am I sacked, Alice. <laughs> oh, Alice. And she's sacked of all things. <laughs> she is sacked. Um, well, there's our adventures with Alice return yes. to 2019. Yeah. Do you want to know how to squirt? Oh, I have the step-by-step guide. Do you? Oh, you have a step Let's hear it. Yeah. Okay. Why not? Step one, find the G-spot. <laughs> okay. The G-spot. Insert one or two fingers into the vagina and feel around until you find the G-spot. Duh, duh, duh. Use your come hither motion. This is literally what I was going to actually say. Step two, oh. keep going with the come here motion. Yeah. All right. Okay. Step three, get ready to change the motion. When she comes closer and closer to orgasm, you can tell from the way that she squeezes your underhand or the moan she's making. Or better yet, she can tell you. Who wrote Communication this? Communication is, is a key of great sex. <laughs> True, though. That's we learned a moment when you have to change stimulation. You really want to wait until she is pretty close to the big O, which I have to disagree with. I actually have to disagree with that um, completely. Okay. Number four, start start shaking. Stop doing the gentle come here and make your fingers more rigid and up and down Jackhammer her. I Jack wish you could see hammer. the hand motion going on right now. What's happening here? Number five, keep going. That's right. Okay. You start seeing her having a very intense orgasm. Maybe convulsing, laughing, crying. And starting to ejaculate. Don't stop when you see that. Keep going until the very end. <laughs> What's the very end? Yeah, she starts it? calming down. Oh, okay. That's it, guys. Wow. Okay, well, we learned something new here on Backchat Yeah, today. we always do. We always do. And speaking of it. something new on Backchat, if you want to find our very own resident sexologist. Yes, you can find her at Pizzu Party. P-I-T-S-U party p-a-r-d-y yes or you can find brian on instagram at bryhelix b-r-y-h-e-l-i-x and you can find krista on instagram at carminal k-a-r-m-i-n-a-l and i think that's a wrap on this very sexy edition of back chat it has been extra sexy yes we hope you are prepared for the valentine's holiday coming up to you if you, wow if, your if, partners if oh you God. don't have arsenal on you now we can't help you yeah <laughs> i'm sorry we gave You're all we, we, yeah. we gave you all we literally have yes. for this episode so thank so. you so much to our guests for coming thanks for having me guys what's it your was a pleasure n- what's your name <laughs> my name's sexologist duh Hi, and Hi. i'm brian i'm krista <laughs> and, and together, together we're back, 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 back. back.
Серьезно. Ты